Shannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. Welcome to another Wednesday night uh, over here at the My Fence Life studios. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You want to run through our um, announcements here? Hey, everybody. Don't forget to go to MyFenceLife.com to find out where you can listen to us on your favorite platform. We're, uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Facebook Live. And also five different podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Audible, Google, Stitcher, and very soon, iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. And uh, please remember, hit that like button, subscribe, and leave a review on those podcast platforms. It really helps the algorithm. Mm -hmm. It's real simple. All you got to do is hit the five star. Yes, sir. And most importantly, thank you for watching. And thank you for our sponsors, my salesman, Job Nimbus, ArtSight, Clever Fox, and Simply VOP Phone Systems. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you. That was professional. It was. I'll get out. Also buys us time to do other stuff. <laughs> hey, is. so guys, tonight is another another live episode. Uh, we got our brand new phone number. Hopefully it's working. We want one of you to test it out. It's 877-34-FENCE, and hopefully that's the right number because that's what we got posted. Uh, Luke Gibson says, I need to come up with a good question first. Luke, here's the deal, man. It's not always about questions and answers because the reality of it is I don't even have an answer. Sometimes we just want to talk about fence, okay? So <laughs> let's talk about some things. Luke. You're here. Hey, uh, <clears throat> this is something you can call in right here for. Today we had a we had a retail walk in customer sold some chain link fence too. Okay, <clears throat> here at Jackson Fence, we are not set up to do retail sales, meaning we don't have any kind of software um, that makes it simple, uh, other than writing down a list of what 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 needs to be uh, purchased and typing it into QuickBooks and then creating an invoice and painstakingly slowly uh, taking a credit card, typing it all in. So um, that's something I'd be, I'd be interested to talk to you about, Luke Gibson. I know you've got quite the retail outfit going on up in Indiana. Uh, so, Luke, what are, you guys, um, what are you guys using to um, do retail sales? I would, <clears throat> we've got a whole bunch of fittings on the other side of this wall that I'm sitting on and outside. We've got all kinds of pipe, fabric, gates, pre-built uh, I'd like to have some kind of system where I could walk around with a with a phone or a scanner and say, boom, we got five of these, boom, we got 12 of these, you know, and somehow or another it's tallying up and then we come into the office and there's a POS system where we swipe our credit card. But we are light years away from that, it feels like. Um, so yeah, that's 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 what's on my radar today. So so Luke, you said you don't know what to talk about. That's what we can talk about. That's my question. Yeah, we can talk you. about that. Sorry, guys, I've been a little disconnected. I got to do my obligatory uh, sharing everything to all the different Facebook groups. The phone number disappeared, but we use QuickBooks online and Lightspeed. Yeah, yeah I thought um, he might say that. So yeah, Lightspeed is that. something that uh, Josh Glover uses. It's uh, I think it's an Apple program actually. And uh, Dylan and I were talking about this today. I got this real nifty printer from this friend of mine that lives in uh, Tennessee. And uh, we're going to start using QR codes and try to integrate it with some type of inventory system and start working on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so so the thing is, is like um, it's 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 
Alex here, Fencing Unlimited, has said, hey, I'm also interested in the subject, too. He's getting more into retail and wholesale. I think we all are to some degree. But, like, today I happen to be here. And I feel like had I not been here, the, the process would not have been. Been a um, shit show, huh? I don't think we would have completed the process. You know, I would have got a phone call. I, I, would, I would have been driving. They'd have been like, hey, um, how much is a tension band? How much is a male hinge? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've got to figure figure that out on my end. Um, how to make that process happen. Because we never know when the next walk-in is going to happen. And right now we're getting one every day or two, you know? Maybe one every day. I don't know. Um, nothing major. But still... <laughs> We want to look the part. We want to be professional, and we want to keep good records of what what's happening without having to, you know, spend fifteen minutes typing up an invoice for a customer. Yeah, see, Brian, uh, so, Brian's saying he uses a uh, Square's uh, POS has a has a register and barcode scanner. Yeah. So to me, um, that's what, exactly what I'm looking for. Something like that. Um, I'm not a Square can, fan, man. I don't like Square. I don't know anything about it. Um, I used it for years, and I just not a big fan of them. Yeah, that's why I got away from them. That's what pushed me to get my uh, my payment portal. But there's got to be some type of bar barcode scanning, QR code scanning. You know, you go to Lowe's and these guys are walking around with iPhones scanning stuff. That's what that's what Brian's saying is he's using the Square POS system. Yeah, yeah, and it comes with a register and a barcode scanner. So he is. Oh, no, he like is. I just don't like that the background of it, the back the back end of it, you know? That's just me though. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um but yeah, that's that's something um that that, that we're working on here. Um trying to figure that out, Dan. Another thing, um, you know, I was talking about when a customer comes in, like another thing that's been a big focus of mine the last two weeks is what what does a person think? when they walk into your establishment or they drive by your establishment or they pull into the parking area of your establishment. And I think all of us, um, I think it's kind of easy to like kind of um, become numb to certain things. Like for example, the door to our, this is an old building, first of all. So we need to like really, um, it's a big building, but it's kind of a turd of a building, but it's also a strong building. It ain't going nowhere. Right. But it's not like uh, it's not something you drive by and say, "Wow, that's a gorgeous looking uh, facility." Yeah. And so back you here, do. you know, at the back of our building, our, our building set up backwards. Our warehouse is at the front, and our office is at the back. I wish it were different, but it's just not. That's not the way it is. It's not practical to do it that way. But back here by our office door, um, for like months, there were six um, six spare tires stacked up right by the door. You know. Of course, we walk by them every day, and you know it yeah. is what it is. You know, um, and then I was like, "Man, what is what, is, what kind of message is this?" You know, they're just kind of there, you know, and not not out of control, but they're just kind of I don't know there in the way, if you will. <clears throat> so you know, stuff like that. Uh, weeds growing up, and we had weeds. We had trees growing up in our parking lot. Come like, on, like whole. Your whole deals, you know, but you're getting this um, ninety to nothing mindset, and you're, you you come in and you're focused on what you're focused on, and um, you know you come in and you handle, hey, what's the, what's the most important thing today? And evidently, for the last year, that little tree was never the most important thing of that day, you know, until you really noticed it, 
And then you're like, wait a second, there's more trees just like it. There's a lot of trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wow. You know? And so, yeah, the last couple of weeks, man, I've really been focused uh, on just a um, and a high level, you know, organization, like, like not just on the back end, but like really like how is the shop laid out? How are our, our fittings organized in bins? Mm-hmm. How is the pipe sorted? Uh, what's that process look like? Even to the degree of trying to match our pull sheets to the order that the that the bins are, you know. So yeah. like, okay, Makes so we pull easy. a you pull a chain link fence. It's it's terminal uh, uh, cap uh, rail in brace band tension band. Like maybe our bins should be in the same freaking order, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe that just just taking that little bit more time to set it up the right way would eliminate a time when somebody got out to do a job and, hey, man, somehow we don't have our rail ends, you know? So maybe if they're just in order and we go down the checklist. Make it boom, a little easier. Boom, boom. Maybe, you know? And it, and it sucks to think, like, man, my bins ain't in order, so you have to spend a whole entire day, you know, redoing the way your bins are. But if you spend that whole entire day and it saves you um, six times in a year from completing your job or not completing your job, I'd say it's worth it. Man, I was I was reading a book and uh, I forget which book it was, or maybe it was a podcast. I don't know. Anyway, um, it says if you see a problem and something's wrong, fix it right now. Yeah. Because if you don't fix it right now and just say and go, oh, we'll deal with this later. If you don't Nobody address should. it right now and fix it, it's gonna cost you so much more time down the road. It's gonna cost you. Um, it's the next crew, the next person in line. And by the time it gets to the last person, if you just would have fixed it and took with it the time it took to do it then, sure. you would have saved so much time, man. It's a big deal. Um, you know, I my father-in-law, he told me that one time. This has been years ago. but And, and Luke Gibson, he's chiming in. He's told me a lot, a lot of stuff real similar to that. Luke fixed my freaking... Uh, Oh man, Luke's got some stories on me that's probably embarrassing. I'm not going to tell, but Luke fixed my trailer lights one day. I drove all the way to his place <laughs> in Indiana with no lights. I was like, man, I think we'll be there by the time the sun sets and we should be okay, you know. <laughs> but he, he pulled a fuse, I believe, is what he did, and fixed it real quick. Like, or maybe it was a, a bulb that was, I can't remember what it was. It was real simple. He made it look real easy. But, anyways, my father in law one time, uh, I'm 34, Dan. Maybe I was like, uh, I don't know, 19, 20. Me and Kristen been together for a long time. Wow. Y'all been I had a, had, a, had an old Yukon that I drove every day and had a flat. Um, every single day, I'd have to put air in it. Okay. Yeah. And I, I don't know how long I did that for, but like. You just put air wow. in it every day, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd wake up and tire be low, throw air in it, you know. <laughs> but you're, you're talking about, hey, if you know you got a problem, fix that problem. Yeah, right? just do it, man. And I remember he told me, he said, look, if, if, if you know that the tire is going to need air this morning and tomorrow morning and, and the last, you know, 12 mornings, fix your tire. Mm-hmm. Because one of these days, you're going to get up late. Something's going to happen. You're going to need to be somewhere. And you're going to have to stop and air up that tire before you can go, you know. And that's always this kind of a life lesson kind of resonated with me, you know. Yeah, um, I see here, uh, let's see, old Benji's in the comments already. He said Square and QuickBooks both offer great POS software and scanners. Uh, there are even integrations that allow you to bridge your POS inventory to your online e-commerce store, so they are synced. That would be nice, huh? 
Now, what is that called? What is it? What is it say? I'm trying to find the comment as you're reading. Square and QuickBooks both they offer great uh, POS. Okay, mm-hmm. so so we we run QuickBooks on the back end. So um, that might be something that'll work for you, and it'll. Well, that's the second recommendation of Square. I know, um, man. I know. <laughs> now, now, Luke Gibson. What did he say a while ago? He, he's using Lightspeed. Yeah, and you know, and I noticed on. here uh, somebody uh, Fence Unlimited. I did that on pers- purpose, Alex. Fencing Unlimited. He said that uh, the POS system is much better than the app. And maybe that's what my issue is. My issue is with the app. My issue yeah, the also app is just on the is, phone, and that's like just for collecting payments out the field kind of thing. You know, yeah. what they're talking about is a whole little iPad, yeah. I think, I think type yeah. setup, you know, yeah. which would certainly be easier. Like for, for me today, I, I saw Sheena, she had to go to this payment portal and take the card and key every single number. It's just mm-hmm. like, man, this is. Well, what, what could have taken 45 seconds, like Brian said, it took about 12 minutes, 12 awkward minutes, you know, like, <laughs> and you're in the small room and, and you know, yeah, um, yeah. Just waiting on this thing to get typed up. So the guy, you know, it's really weird, you know, yeah. man, look, man, I've set my cooler down. Here it is. Go ahead. Hello, Levi from Washington State. We see you, man. We see your comment. Levi from Washington State. Yeah. What time is it there? I don't know, man. Washington yeah, Pacific time, so seven, six, yeah. five, five, eleven. Yeah, something like that. He's two, <clears throat> two hours behind, two, maybe three. I don't know. Wow. That's impressive. Square, uh, Square hey, so, is slightly here. more in, limited on integrations. Square is slightly more limited on integrations. If you're already running QuickBooks, you could easily integrate QuickBooks POS. Interesting. Hey, was that so you? This POS, POS system apparently was a hot topic. Uh, this is this is good, good, good information, guys. Um, uh, so Lightspeed—that seems to be the number one thing uh, that I hear now. Sean, now what did what did Luke say about Sean? He says Sean Keen probably has the, one of the best setups for the nice street appeal and front showroom office setup. Yes, it does. We don't even have a sign out front, uh, so that covers the extremes. And so, so the two extremes, and both have lots of customers through the door. Mr. Fence is going to be the model to build your showroom slash retail side on for the residential market, I'd say. Yeah, Sean has freaking went all out. And Sean's actually building another location right now, but I think it's going to be more of a operations side. So like the equipment, uh, the, the fence yard, the materials, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I think. <clears throat> wow. So I'm curious how that works with having an office like a retail front, you know. Um, I don't know if you if you go in there to pay and drive over, but anyways, there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to do that. Absolutely, uh, it'll be top notch. It'll oh, be yeah. top notch for sure. Man, I see Dan Wheeler's in here. Did you uh, did you uh, listen to the Fence Industries podcast with Mark Olson? Actually, you know what I did, dude. Sure did. Mark has got the most craziest sayings. <laughs> Talking about the cat guys, the cat yeah. guys, single, the single, crazy single cat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves cats, but uh, he does, he does yeah, have a thing man. cats. Um, just a quick shout out for Dan Wheeler. If y'all haven't listened to uh, the Fence Industry podcast, Dan's got some good stuff over there. Also, man, he yeah. um, he just did one on vision boards, or something like that. I didn't get to, uh, I didn't get to listen to it yet. I was busy today. That's right. So Dan, um, I guess this is a good time to give the uh, the FWA a plug and the brand, the brand new um, 
Fitz magazine. Yeah, yeah. Want to hear that a little bit? Yeah, I'm thinking you probably want to talk about that because you're going to be featured in this month. Well, I want you to I want you to ask me, say, Cannon, what has inspired you to 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 tackle all this organization as of lately? All these get all these trees out of your parking lot, all these weeds. What do you, what, what's inspired you to do so? Yeah, so Cannon, why have you all of a sudden decided to clean up your yard? Because I I keep my yard clean, man. I'm, my guys see me walking the yard and they're like, "Oh shit, we should have picked that up yesterday." So, yeah, so I'm I'm not as disciplined, evidently. But yeah. anyways, we've we've done good. But thank you for asking, Dan. Yeah, Jackson Fitz Company has been chosen to be the company of the month in the inaugural edition of Fence Magazine, and Fence Magazine is coming to Jackson Fence Company to take pictures and do a write up. And I'm like thinking, hey, that's kind of a big deal. That's worth that's worth cleaning the toilet, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you better clean the toilet, get all the that's weeds worth, out. That's worth getting the drain, the, uh, the 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 sink to drain properly. You know, unclog it. You know? I know what it is, man. You saw those live videos of Brian walking around his facility, and you were like, "Ooh, I better get my act together." He's gonna come <laughs> over here and be like, "Look at this guy." <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. Now we've been busting it over here, and uh, I think we're gonna represent West Tennessee well. Yeah, man, there's nothing wrong with spring cleaning. That's not right at all. Alex says, "Get the bleach." Yeah, look at Terry. Terry's uh, just locking up the yard. Damn, nice. Terry. Seven fifteen, man. Back it up, Terry. Put it reverse. Yeah. Put it reverse, Terry. Back it up, Terry. So, you know how we have these sound effect buttons? I would like to have that we as should. a sound effect. Hey, you know what I got? I forgot. I got. Woo! Wow! Yeah, my salesman Matt Warner. Got his woo. Uh. <laughs> All right, Dan. So we've been talking about um, Jackson Fence for a while. Let's talk about you. But first, let's talk about Levi. That's a long comment. It might be a good one. <clears throat> Levi says, our company has display panels for every type of fence we build, which varies from wood, chain link, vinyl, ornamental, iron, basically everything. But it actually makes in-shop customers jump on buying fence. Really? <clears throat> we got a few displays. Yeah, man. We just uh we just did our aluminum display and we uh got all our D and D and uh D technology stuff, all our display for that. Now I gotta work on doing some type of wood display in our office, but we're getting there. Slowly but surely. I've got a plan. We're getting there though. So Dan, you've been in your new office for what? Two months maybe? Uh I think I moved in mid March. Yeah. And you've got a yard. How far is your fence yard from your office there? Um, maybe 10 minutes tops. Okay. And, it, and it's, you know, not a single red light between there. And we just mainly just some back roads. How far is your house? Ooh, 30 minutes. That's a good drive. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good little drive. So you were basically officing out of the house there for a while. Um, yeah, I officed out of the house for 23 years. Wow. Yeah. So what's what's the uh what's the journey been like the last two months? The look, place looks nice, but man, how's journey. it been like transitioning to like waking up and having to leave and then um, driving back? Um it used to be to where I could get up and you know, just walk in my office and handle things and then Pepper would get ready for work and 
then when she'd leave, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go take a shower. And, you know, Dylan would roll in and Zach would roll in. And, yep. you know, yep. I come, do, do, do. Now, I got to have my shit together, man. I got to be ready to go. <laughs> got to wake up all the time. That's a 30 minutes. That's a good little drive. I don't mind it, man. I use it. Uh, I got a, uh, I got a sunroof on my truck, and I'm one of those guys that uses it every day. So I open that baby up on a nice, cool, brisk morning because most of the times I'm, you know, five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, headed to the office. Turn the radio on, podcast. What do you yeah, do, man? What's, what's, your, what's your go-to? I usually put a podcast on in the morning, um, crack the sunroof open, and just kind of get my mind straight for the day. Cup get, of coffee or what? Get it. Uh, uh, yeah, usually first thing is a cup of coffee, and I got a little turkey sausage biscuit things I got in the, in the kitchen. I heat one of those up, have my coffee, and raise my desk up, and I'm standing there, and I'm rocking and rolling, you know. Um, uh, on the way home, same thing, man. Sunroof's so what's it open. like, though? Um, you, you've got – who all has an office there at the uh, Vince King? So um, when you walk in the door, which I plan on doing a, a little video of it, but – I don't quite have my foyer like I want it. You know how I am. It's got, everything's got to be perfect. Your foyer? What do you call it? Foyer? <laughs> or waiting room? I don't know. Entrance area? Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I got some guys coming in next week and do some painting. We're going to um, put our core values and our why up on a wall so wow. everybody in the company can see it. Yeah. We're going to get some uh, final, final letters printed. Um so oh, that's gotta, impressive. Yeah, I got to get that done. I got to get a bunch of, of my yeah. aluminum pictures printed. I want to get those up on the wall above my aluminum samples so people can see see what that aluminum looks like out in the wild. Sure. You know, but uh, yeah, you walk in. First thing you do is you see Kirsten, you know, and she's ready to do whatever she needs to do to take care of you and assist you. Hopefully uh, you don't end up having to come to my office. So I can stand here and do my thing. But uh, then right behind her is Dylan. Dylan's got the corner office, man. Two windows. Two windows. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway, he's got the corner office. He's right next to me, then it's me. Then um, we've got a education and training room. So anything that our guys do that they get certificates and, you know, we make them – watch videos and so forth, and then we give out certificates. We got them all hanging on the wall, all nice and neat. And you probably would be like, yeah, Dan's OCD, because they're all spaced exactly apart and the same, and, and it, they're all on the wall. Anyway. Yeah, uh, in comparison to, 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 to my setup, yeah, you're, yeah. you're way OCD, bro. I got it all set up, man. Uh, matter of fact, when uh, Benji comes into town with Clever Fox, because uh, he had to unexpectedly move out to Georgia to – be with some family because they had a a uh, family member they lost. So he's been working from Georgia. He comes in and shacks up in that office, and <clears throat> I got a setup for him. I got a thirty-four inch ultra wide in there. He hooks up, goes to work. But when he's not there, that's Terry's office. Wow. So we got Kirsten, Dylan, then me. The next to me is the training education room that is Terry's office also, and then uh. Then we got a uh, office that's nothing but storage. That I need some shelves, and I got that. It drives me nuts every time I walk by there. And then uh, turn the corner, and there's Zach's office. He does uh, all our est- sales. Comes in, does estimating, break room. You know, 
Mm-hmm. We got a nice little facility, man. I think it's about thirteen hundred square feet, maybe. Wow, that's pretty big. Yeah, it's all office space. You know, um, it actually the break room was an office, but um, when I moved in, we renovated it, put in, you know, a little kitchenette, made it nice. So um, yeah, and I'm real particular, man. You don't you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. So you gotta perception's everything. I mean it's it's absolutely everything. You know, um in this in this area where I'm at in these brick buildings there's a church and it, their sign out there is all crooked and mildewed and falling over, you know, and I ran into the pastor one afternoon leaving and uh he's like, I don't understand why nobody comes to my church and I was like, Well, maybe you fix that raggedy ass sign you got. <laughs> you know and uh he's like yeah maybe i should do that i'm like yeah people don't even know you're here bro yeah and there's a lot to be said about that but the funny thing is is you walked in our, our place and like the very first thing you see is a, a desk and it says welcome to the shit show like literally uh, that's yeah. what it says yeah so i can't have that. but hey man we we've got good people and i like to think that my people um overcompensate for the compound, you know what I mean. So, yeah. not that you don't have good people. I'm just, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we're very frugal around here. That's the way I like to look at it. Um, I worked off of a a door, not a door that I bought, a door that was given to me, <laughs> laid laid sideways for like three years, and then I finally, I, I I I saved up and made enough friends that I found a friend that no longer needed this scratched up desk, and he gave it to me. So, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, man. I think you're doing great. For the free, bro. For the free. You hear that? <laughs> uh, but I did splurge. and I put some eastern red cedar up on the wall. Uh, that's about, if I ever need some cash, that's 15, 30, 45, 60, <laughs> 35. Yeah. I got a couple hundred dollars up here on the wall. <laughs> Ken Throckmorton, thank you, bro. He says, I love Canada Johnson Office and Warehouse. Bro, thank you, man. Thank you. That I like it too, man. When I was there and you walked through those doors and you got a couple forklifts and I'm like, man, Canada's got, got a nice little setup. Listen, it's very uh, it's very utility, okay? Like, it's very it's, it's very purpose-driven. Like, hey, we are here to fence, fence only. Like, we ain't using the bathroom because we ain't got that, you know. <laughs> we you don't have a restroom? <laughs> we so all right. So this is old cotton gin, right? And so those of you that didn't grow up in the in the certain sector of the South here, uh, cotton gins. They you know these these farmers they they grow this cotton. They fill up these big old trailers, and, and the trailers would come through. What would happen is uh, they would weigh in, okay. And so we're at the cotton gin, and this is where the cotton gets sucked up into these big old vacuums and then dumped in into the building here where I'm sitting, and the seeds removed from the cotton. You know, but uh, I don't know, 30 yards, 20 oh, yards from, from my building, door. That little building that's on the property? Yeah, there's an old, that's, that's the scale house. So the, the, the semi would, would weigh in on the scale, mm-hmm. would pull into the, to the uh, where, 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 where we park our trucks, and he'd get his cotton removed from the truck, and he'd pull back across that scale. Well, over that scale house is a, um, a restroom. It's an outdoor type restroom, like the the the, the exterior door open, 
boom, there's there's, there's a bathroom. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, kind of like a gas station. <laughs> and it's outside. super hot, bro. Like there's no AC in it. Uh, oh my God, it's so hot. Like I... You know, usually it's not like many people, and I just kind of leave the door a little bit open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, man, I might melt. Dying there. You know, but you know what? It's it's ours, okay? It's ours, and I appreciate it. And every single morning, day, and I go in there, and I try to be a servant leader. And I'm not bragging, but I am a little bit. I go in there, and I love my people, and I freaking clean the toilet every morning. Me, really? Yeah, every day. Good job. Yeah, but it's ours. It's a hot bathroom. It's the best that I can do. And I feel like my people do a pretty good job every day. They do a lot for me. And I feel like, hey, if I can give you a clean toilet seat to sit down and take a dump in, that's cool. I think you can yeah. do better. I think you should uh, put a window union in there. <laughs> well, here's the problem with that. problem with that is it's on a different building, a different meter base, okay? And there's uh, people who use that building. So, like, hey, if I had an air conditioner that runs 24-7, then, uh, you know, then we get into this whole situation of like, ah, oh, you're using my... I'm down to do that, bro. I am down to do that. I am. Man, and, we, we, let, me, let me tell you something. Talking about mm-hmm. doing electricity. So we're doing a job one day and I had a brand new guy with me, like two, three days old. And he plugs the air compressor into the neighbor's outlet. Okay? And we're building a gate I didn't pay any mind to it, man. We're trying to go. It's middle of summer. And this lady comes outside. And she goes, mm-hmm. oh, you owe me $200 for my electric Ooh-wee. bill. we. And I was like, um, okay, so uh, let me do a little math right here. And I grabbed my phone. So, so we've had it plugged in for about 30 minutes, right? So there's 48 of those in a day. Times two hundred, right? Times thirty days. Your electric bill runs you two hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars a month. Ah, <laughs> oh, don't you love neighbors? Just apologize and say, "Man, I'm sorry." Here's ten dollars. I know, but this was back in the day when I didn't care, and you know, people weren't leaving reviews, and times were different. You know. I've gotten caught using somebody else's electricity. Really? Red-handed. <laughs> we always knock on the door, ask. Oh, wow. Usually, usually. I thought nobody was home, and like I just needed it for like four minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Usually. And honestly, the- I plugged it up, and I did what I needed to do. and went back to get it, and as I was getting the cord out the out the house, like they pulled up into the driveway, and there I am like on their porch. <laughs> oh, this cord. <laughs> man, awkward, bro. Awkward. Oh man, but you know, normally the the neighbors like, oh, I'm getting a new fence. Go ahead, plug in, do what you got to do. You know, I can spare seventy five cents of electricity to get a four thousand dollar brand new fence that I didn't. Yeah, I will tell you though. I, I tell my people, don't ask. Don't. I don't like to ask. I don't. You know, if I'm on your job and, and I don't want to ask for nothing, like, I don't want to. And I, I, I have, I've had to ask for stuff. Like I've, I've, I've had to humble myself. Like, hey, uh, you, you, have, you, you happen to have a shovel? <laughs> you think, hey man, fence guy's gonna have a shovel, right? Yeah. But I've, been, I've, I've, I've gotten in situations where, for whatever reason, hey man, you're gonna believe this, but somehow I made it out here and I ain't got, I ain't got a shovel. You got a shovel and bar, I get this done for you. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? I've never, I've never done that. I've never borrowed a shovel. I have oh, had caught my guys knocking on the door to use the restroom and go in there and I don't like that. Do a number two. 
Nope, I don't like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can't do that, fellas. That ain't happening. No. No, man. I mean, as a matter of fact, poop before you come to work. Yeah. But you got You can train your bowel movements to happen at a certain time. Yeah. For real. I know. <laughs> How? Because <laughs> I only go once a day, and that's as soon as I get up in the morning. <laughs> so, that's a, that's a, that's a, like a, a as you get older type thing. Like that's 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 just how it works, you know. It's the young guys that have the biggest problem. Like during the middle of the day, like eleven thirty in the morning, two o'clock. Hey man, I need to go use the bathroom. Well, find somewhere. No man, like I got to go to the bathroom. Like why? <laughs> man, I why? never had that issue when I was working on a truck. I never wake up, wake up, use the bathroom, eat you a light, nothing. You know, some peanuts or whatever. Like, you shouldn't have to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I never had that issue when I was on the truck, man. Never. Never did I have to leave the job to go use the restroom like that. Definitely not using the customer's house. No. 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 Now, if I'm at a, uh, an office, like a, like a commercial thing, I'm like, oh, yeah, they got a bathroom here. Oh, well, yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you heard what happened with David Gatto, huh? Oh, no. He got caught peeing in the bush? No. So David oh. Gatto had a delivery <laughs> made. Okay. Material. I think it was like a Lowe's driver drop, dropping yeah. off concrete. Went and knocked on his customer's door to use the restroom. Well, he stopped up the toilet, <laughs> and he. Who <laughs> did David or, or, no, no, or the delivery driver? The so, Lowe's guy. The Lowe's guy. So yeah. um, the driver doesn't know how to fix it. So the driver goes out to the truck and comes back with like a piece of all thread, right? Well, then he asks the lady to go back in the bathroom. He tries to unstop the toilet with the piece of all thread and messes her toilet all up. It was a nightmare. <laughs> he was trying to unclog the toilet with a piece of all thread? Yeah, a piece of all thread. What in the world? I know, That's man. desperate, bro. Yeah, he was desperate. And I don't, what is he trying to make it go down the down the down the little deuce snake? I don't I don't know what he was doing, man. Bro, that ain't gonna work. That is not a snake. <laughs> David David was just he couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe now, it. Now how was David involved with this though? Because he was doing a job for the lady and uh-huh. they were delivering some stuff there before the guy showed up. So then she calls up and says, Hey, you know your delivery driver came here and stopped up my toilet and then tried to fix it and broke it or something. <laughs> And David's like, this has nothing to do with me. I ordered from a company and they delivered, call them. And I was just poop water floating in this broken toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. How in the hell did we get to this? <laughs> well, you brought it up. Uh, who's uh, Jeff? Jeff says, I'm interested to hear how the uncertainty with the economy and inflation is affecting everyone. Or if they have seen where the uncertainty is coming from. Effect at all. Yeah. I hear this a lot, though. I've been hearing people talk about it, and I mean, in the back, in my back of my mind, almost like we're speaking it into existence. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just. I uh, have you seen any kind of? I mean, I've noticed a little slowing down. Um, Man, not me. I've I've noticed it a little bit. I don't know if it's because of my process and procedures. You know, because we don't go out for free. Um, I don't know, but we're staying busy. You know, we're seven, eight weeks out. Oh, that's not slow. Well, I'm talking about keeping jobs coming in. Yeah. I think I'm great. I got four agreements I need to do right now. I mean, you're really busy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, we just sold 700 foot of vinyl today and doing it in two weeks. 
Oh, you did it. Um, that job, that guy that called today while we were on the phone. Yeah, H O A fans, bro. The thing that we didn't uh, record. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna figure that out. By the way, but yeah, H O A fans. Um, this is like the first seven hundred out of like I don't know, a couple thousand. What it appears. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, did you get your router in? The twenty, uh, the twenty fourth. So that's the funny thing is like. Uh, yeah, it's a whole situation. We're gonna have to borrow a friend's router. But we're good. We'll get it. We'll get it done. Yeah, I'll get it done. But we'll yeah, man. Um, there's a lot of people talking about a downturn, and um, you know, Matt Matt Warner he keeps up with that stuff, and he's feeling yeah. like the first quarter of next year we're gonna feel it. Well, interest rates are, are up, but like, uh, you know, I I, I guess ever I just things have been so well that. I just that's what happens. Like we just are. Right, it's gonna the sky's gonna collapse. I don't. I don't know. I'm not an economist. I can tell you this though. In West Tennessee, um, I don't. I don't see that. Um, I'm not gonna say we're immune to it, but I think we're. I think we got a pretty good. Um, I think we got a real strong economy in West Tennessee. For the Ford Motor Company is is um, building this uh, compound here in West Tennessee called Blue Oval. City, and it's the largest investment ever made in the state of Tennessee. And over the next five years, um, in about forty miles from my location right here, um, we're gonna grow like twenty thousand jobs. Okay, and this is not, you know, this is not a, a metropolitan area where twenty thousand jobs is like that's uh, a few. Like, no, this is an area where like there might be 200,000 people between here and that location. So 20, that's a, that's a 10% growth in employment, um, which means houses are going to have to be built, churches, restaurants, hotels, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And this blue oval city, Dan, uh, this is Ford motor company. They're, they're coming here to West Tennessee and they're going to start building the electric Ford lightning here. So that's really kind of a cool thing. And dude, they've got, um, they're looking for twenty set. This is just the one. This is just a plant. Twenty seven miles of fencing. Okay, and twenty seven miles. Like wrap your head around that for a plant. That's how big it is. Now this plant is going to be built in a city of like there might be a thousand people that live in this town. So you're taking a a, a Ford Motor Company with six thousand jobs, twenty seven miles of fence, and putting it into a town of like a thousand. Okay, what's going to happen? Well, Population this town doesn't have a hotel, okay? Ford Motor Company has a ton of jets, a ton of people that's going to be flying in all the time. So they're going to have to build some hotels. Mm-hmm. If they're going to be there at the hotels, they're going to have to have some restaurants. So that 27 miles turns into a whole lot more. Yeah, there's going to have to be neighborhoods. There's going to have to be churches, schools, police departments, fire stations. I mean, all, all, the whole freaking is developing right here in West Tennessee. And I'm really excited to be a part of it. So here's the deal. Uh, I was at the rental company today. They were like, hey, man, did you bid on the 27-mile fence job? I was like, ah, no. You know, like, just the reality of it is that's a lot of fence, but that's also something that could go, it's not as glamorous as it sounds, you know what right. I mean, to be tied up. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, that's not going to start for probably two more years, you know what I mean? So you're bidding on a job that doesn't start for two years. It's going to take you a year to do, you know, um, Maybe more than that, you know? Yeah, who knows? So, so you're kind of like, you know, it's a lot to do. But here's the thing. 
it's great for West Tennessee. It's great for the West Tennessee fencing um, industry because somebody will have to build that 27 miles of fence. And it might be, it's very possible somebody from out of state, but I will tell you this, there's a huge emphasis on hiring local contractors, local chamber of commerce um, contractors. So that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. But here's the deal. You know, we probably won't get the 27 mile fence, but somebody will, but that somebody's and we tied up, you know, for a year. Year and a half. I don't know how long does it take to build 27 miles of fence. I don't know the plans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Take the time though. So no matter what happens, it's it's good. Um, and this is something that's going to be like that's just Ford Motor Company. But we're to support Ford Motor Company, we've got to have restaurants and hotels and, and and logistics companies and all these other spinoffs, warehouses. So like they're predicting that this this six thousand uh, personnel plant is going to generate upwards of 20,000 jobs over the next five years. I'm just freaking like, hey, that's awesome. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. This is what I've noticed over the years when we have situations like this because I've been through a a recession, if you want to call it. Um, You know, the the residential guys might slack off, but the commercial guys pick up. You know, it's funny how it shifts from – commercial to residential it really is and that might be something that hurts me you know because we don't really do any commercial you got to be nimble you know if, if, if something's not working you got to be ready to change it you know you got to yeah, have people I'm, that are ready I mean, to change i'm not against doing commercial don't get me wrong and i'll do it if i have to but i haven't had to so we'll see what happens man hey um yeah, I don't know, Jeff. Jeff, that, that's a great question. I don't believe that. Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm not qualified to like dive into some kind of. Um, you know what's what's the economy going to do? What what about a d- depression? I do know this though. I, I run Jackson Fence. I try to run Jackson Fence pretty lean. Okay, pretty uh, debt free. Not completely debt free, but pretty debt free. Um, all with the. Um, idea that like should something happen you know um, i'm trying to make this not recession proof but pretty damn near you know what i mean so yeah that's, just what that's, that's like us bro i mean only thing i owe on is the trucks we just bought my house is paid for my personal vehicles are paid for you know i remember there was a time when i was i was like you with the dave ramsey i could sit home for two months three months not work didn't bother me yeah. That Dave Ramsey lives in me, man. Like, I want to pay off everything. And we were talking about that today. I was like, hey, I want to pay off all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the other side of me is like, well, no, the, 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 the loans you do have are they're pretty low interest and you need to not do that, you know? But there's part of me that just wants to, you know. Yeah, I think stuff I, I, possible. there's a lot of stuff that I like that Dave Ramsey talks about, um, but there's a lot of things I don't agree with. Um, you know, being, you know, <laughs> You got to have credit, man. You got to have a, a revolving credit, especially in you know what, what, what we're doing. You want to take that from who, Dan? <laughs> yeah. What's the summer look like? Oh, the other guy I'm talking to here. <laughs> What's the summer look like for my fence life? Special guest traveling, pump for you guys. Well, mm. I'm working on a trip right now for my fence life. Uh, we do have some special guests coming up. Uh, matter of fact, I got a meeting with one of our guests tomorrow. So 
I'll be. I think we're talking about going to Cabo, ain't we? Job Nimbus in Cabo. Yeah, and I'm thinking about going to uh, Oklahoma. I got to get with Tony on that. Thornton uh, Fence School. What's it called? Thornton Fence Consulting Group. Uh, yeah. TFCG. Thornton Fence Consulting Group. I think <laughs> that's in Oklahoma City. That's in July. That's next month. Yeah, that's next month. So. I think I'm going to be going to that. I'm going to have my podcast equipment with me. Um, I bought uh, another set of head, headphones, but I just, today I dropped two more in the cart. Podcast, look at this stuff, y'all. Look at what we use here. Yeah. Cool. Thanks to Dan Wheeler. He hooked us up with that. Joe Everest, he's like, man, y'all got to get this. And uh, really cool. Dan was gracious enough to get on the phone with us and talk us through it and get it set yep. up. Now we're like pros, at least Y'all think we are. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even hit record. Did you? <laughs> no, I hit record. Today, Cannon and I did a little bonus deal, and we're like, hey, we're just going to get on and, and chit-chat, and uh, I didn't hit record. Cannon hit record. Now we can't figure out how to yeah. get it off the oh, SD card. <laughs> hey, J.C. Fence, this is, a, this is new. I've, I've not heard of J.C. J.C., thank you for watching. Um, yeah, thank you, man. Tell us, tell us where you're from. I'd like to know a little bit more about JC, but uh, I like this comment, Dan. He says, the cream always rises to the top when things get bad. The best companies will keep winning work, and the worst will fold and go to work for the best. Now, if that's not an optimistic outlook, I don't know what it is. JC, I, I like the way you're thinking. No, he's, I'd he like on, to think that we've got some What now? He's on track, man. He is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's exactly what we saw happen you know, during, during the recession. What was that, 09 or whatever? Um, 08 that's exactly yeah. what happened guys were shut closing their doors and going to work for other guys that's awesome uh, JC Fence says he's from Boston Boston Massachusetts how how they say that Boston how, how's that accent go down he can do it Boston Boston did I do that right I don't know I can't get rid of the damn Tennessee Boston <laughs> Boston <laughs> Boston oh man um, order Man, uh, Company Cam saved the day for us today. How's that? Well, call up a lady and, uh, hey, how's your fence? Oh, it's great. We love it. It's beautiful. Man, it looks so good. Blah, blah, blah. And then um, Dylan goes, well, look, you know, we we, we came out and bid your fence, I don't know, three months ago. And when we finally got there, there was a section of fence that had fallen from the storm that was kind of still there, and we were going to try to help you out and fix it and save you some money, but it fell. Bastin, bastin. So we went ahead and fixed it for you, and uh, it's going to cost X amount of dollars. And she's like, wait, I got to pay for that? And Dylan's like, yeah, we told you that. And she said, no. No, that's not the case. So, of course, we record all the phone calls and go back and find out that she said, yeah, well, you know, if you can't repair it, just go ahead and fix it, and I'll pay whatever it is. Okay. Well, all of a sudden, when we bring up the extra dollars, she's like, well, you know, my husband's not really happy with the double gate. Oh, wait a second. Everything was perfect and great and, you know, lollipops a second ago. Now that we told you, you know, you got to pay us more money, which you said you would do in the beginning. Uh, now there's something wrong. So Dylan pulls up company cam, looks at the pictures. She says the gate wasn't built like it was before, yada, 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 previously. 
And company cam saved the day. Shot over some pictures. Hey, this is what we did. This is what they did. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, okay. Just send the invoice over. Now, we're not going to get a five-star review out of her, but um, it sure was nice. Saved us a whole lot of heartache having that uh, that procedure. But that kind of goes two ways, too, you know? What's that? I don't know. Like, you won, but did you? You know what I mean? Uh, Look, man. There's this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh, Dale Carnegie. And I liked what he says. He says, look, try not to argue with people because when two people argue, there's two losers. And then the person who lost loses, but the person who wins also loses because they made the other person feel bad. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, we're running a business, man, and uh, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate, but like, I don't know. That's, 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 I agree with that, man, but you know what? That's how I operate, you know? It's a shame that we got to have all this set in place to cover our asses, you know? Yeah, so you were talking about the Dan Wheeler uh, podcast last night. Yeah. Listen to it, Mark Olson. And I, I, I like what Mark said. Mark's like, hey, look, if we put a fence up and we got some bad boards, some work boards, we just go replace them. We don't fight with them. We just go replace them. We make it, we make them happy. We win their trust. He said, they've already paid us a premium. And we're going to, you know, we're going to keep that relationship good. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. Like me hearing him say that uh, on on the Dan Wheeler show made me think, like, man, that's a great answer. It really is, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Bahannon, uh, don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Great book. It's a classic. <sighs> Anyways, sorry, Dan. Yeah, you like yeah. shut up, dude. I'm good, man. Everybody runs their business differently. If I was Dan, if I was uh. Mark Olson just started a business in Florida in a town I'm not from. I'd be replacing every cracked board and every board Karen called about, too, you know? He's trying to build a brand down there, and he will. Alan says that's a slippery slippery slope. Alan, what do you mean? Uh, what's he mean, Dan? I don't know. Maybe Alan ought to call in. Call in. What's the number, Dan? I don't know. I'm not controlling the board tonight. Eight, you told seven. me what the number was. 844-877-34-FENCE. Oh. Alan, give us a call. What do you mean that's a slippery slope? I'd love uh, I'd love to have this conversation with you. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, Is the phone work? It works, man. Did you test it? I don't need to. I used it the you. other night. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call had, you. better ring. <laughs> I had an ad guy call me uh, the other day on it. Really? A uh, guy by the name of Brandon Moore called me. So <clears throat> I quit giving out my phone number now. I'm using this as my... Is it ringing? It's now. Otherwise, please remain on the line while you're probably transferring. You're transferring. Is this you? What did it say before? See? Answer it. No. It's going to be echoing like crazy, bro. Hang on <laughs> wow. Oh, dude, it goes to my personal voicemail. 
That's cool. Yeah, I wish Alan Bowden did call talk to us about it. Yeah. Slippery slope. What's he talking about? I don't know. I don't know which slippery. I guess uh man, I got something in my eye. I guess it's Hey, what's uh, up, Robert Robert Looker, new to the show tonight. So um <clears throat> excuse me, fellas. Uh man, we've been working on um I got an appointment with my uh banker tomorrow. Oh. Hey, what happened there? Hey, Dan. What's that, man? Uh, I got an appointment with my banker tomorrow, and I am trying to get all my stuff together so I can, you know, dress to impress. And while he's here, I'm going to be drilling him about some stuff, man. I want to want to know what his advice is for small business owners. I want to talk to him about, uh, you know, how he sees the the future here, the near future, with people worried about recession and so forth, and how we should prepare for it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people talking about the recession. I guess that's a thing. Yeah, I don't watch the news too much, man, so I'm not too worried about what everybody's saying. I'm just over here doing me, plugging along, mm-hmm. um, making moves, watching my numbers, and uh, you know, doing what we got to do to keep on plugging along, man. Keep taking ground. I, think I need you to remember to flip your... Uh, your window um, uh, shutter next time we go live. Um, but uh, yeah, man, we're just. Uh, I think I think it's pretty impressive that you know here we are in the middle of whatever whatever we're in the middle of, and we're buying trucks and getting an office and renovating and growing and adding people to the team and you know. So uh, That's it. you know, sometimes it. Uh, it affects some. It doesn't affect others. I'm not focused on it. What time's it getting to be, man? Seven fifty-one p.m. Oh, we're about an hour in, huh? It's five fifty-one for the guy that was in Washington earlier. Oh yeah, you know. I wish it was five fifty-one. <laughs> anyway, uh, how, what what else is going on with you, man? With me, um, well, I've been drinking a lot of these. Bush lights that got the, the large mouth bass. Is anybody else seeing these in their market? Those bush lattes? It's a lim- limited edition can. Really? Yeah. I like it. See look, Alan Alan Bowden says he tried to call. He didn't try Dang, to call. your phone ain't working, bro. Yeah, it's working. He needs a call. Eight Just seven call. seven three four fence. Yeah. You're gonna get some kind of weird message at the front of it. Yeah. That's that's I think that's part of the problem. Yeah, you get a message and it should hang Google up. Number. Yeah. Don't hang up. Um, man, I got my uh, my Google report on my Google my listing the other day, and it says Google hates you. No, no, it didn't. It said that <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <clears throat> Your website sucks. It actually said uh, that I had three thousand profile views. That's a lot of views, man. That is a lot of views. I wish Alan Bowden's call would come through, though. Yeah. Alan Edwards just talked with my bank guy yesterday about the near future and asked his advice. Good point. Yeah, guys, I'm going to I'm gonna talk to this guy tomorrow. I'm going to get a bunch of uh, information out of him. I'm going to try to get him on the show. That's one of my special guests. So uh, we're going to see how that goes. 
JC Fence says he's curious about the Oklahoma classes. Uh, super expensive for him, at, you know, seeing that he's coming from Boston. Is there any idea what's on the agenda? Is he talking uh, about the AFA's Oklahoma? Uh, maybe, but I, I think he's talking about the, the Tony, Tony Thornton thing you brought up a while ago. Yeah. Tony has some solid information and training coming in, <laughs> a master class. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. There's a bunch of people. I think, uh, I think right. Nathan might be going too. Nathan Manny? Yeah, I think Nathan's going to be there. He might be my ride. So guys, if you- Thank you for calling. If you know the extension of the party you are trying to reach, please enter it now. Otherwise, please remain on the line while your call is transferred. If you call in, that's what you're going to hear. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a Dan phone thing. Yeah. Benji, can we fix that? Yeah, Benji, I see you listening, man. I don't like the way that starts. Kind of weird. Yeah, if we got to pay extra to have some type of professional right. voicemail. That'd be great. But uh yeah, so um Tony's deal, yeah, it's a little pricey, man, but I feel like it's going to be it's going to be power packed. He's got um who always got that? He's got Sam from dot com's going to be there. That's right. That's right. Um, he's going to have Matt Warner there. Um, do you know of anybody else that's going to be there? I know there's a bunch of people. Tony will be there. I do not. I do not. I think Nathan um, might be doing some sales teaching there. Uh, I'm going to. Uh oh. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Call. Let me make sure it's turned up. Hello. Hello. Hey, is this Alan Baldwin? This is him. This is I. What's up, Alan? So, so what I was referring to about going oh, out and changing working. out pickets every time, you get one or two that's cracked and split. Now, I don't mind going out and doing that, but like yeah. I try to hold like so a lot of the a lot of my my clients, my you know people that I do work for is not the little blue haired old ladies. They they love it. To come out and stake build. I have to promise them, you know, I do it by AS, ASTM standards, all that good stuff. But I've I've had a problem with Master Halco and Benford both. Some of the tickets I get are just garbage. So what okay. I try to do instead of just doing, try to run out there and do it every time they have one or two. I try to tell them, you know, when my fence is done, that I'll do a schedule like six months out. I'll call them, check on the fence, how things going. Right. If there's a few tickets, I'll go out there and place them. Yeah, then one idea. year. You know, at the one year mark, then I'll go out, I'll do it, and then, you know, I'll offer them whatever services else that I need to do and try to get all the low hanging fruit I possibly can while I'm there. Sure. So it gives me time to go back and talk with that customer a couple more times after I provided the service. So how do you keep up so, with that though? How do you how do you keep up with the six month? I mean, are you putting do you just try to you know what I mean? That's the that's the, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that part. <laughs> well, I'm I'm such a small shot. I'm such a small little business. I mean, it's me, myself, and my dad, pretty much. So I just put reminders in my calendar on on my iPhone. So when I get done, I look out six months, make a note, check back with Mrs. Smith or Mrs. whoever. And so that way, it kind of, Tom Reaper kind of says to stay relevant in people's minds. So that way, at six months, when you call and say, hey, how's that fence doing? And they say, everything's fine. Then you put yourself back in, in their boat, and then they're going to tell their friends when they mention that they have a fence issue or this, that, or the other. So you stay relevant in their circle. Yeah, yeah. So it's I like that. it's the way that I'm trying to grow. It's yeah. the way I'm trying to grow my little business. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. Then you're so starting to build I don't know trust. how you do it to scale. Yeah, you're starting to build that's trust whole, in that's the That's my whole brand is trusted. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole my my whole brand is trusted fencing. 
So that's my, my company name is Trusted. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're trying to build trust in the community and, and so forth, and I get that, you know. And we yeah, and, and we're, yeah. we're replacing boards here and there. That's that's. It's not that it's a, a huge deal, you know. I guess no, none of us really feel that way, especially a picket. I guess no, it's no deal to pop off a board and swap it out. What I don't like personally is like, all right, I can swap your board out. There's a pretty good chance it might happen again. You know, there's also a good chance that, like you said, Alan, three weeks later there's some more, some different ones, you know. And, and then, what well, we owned, we owned uh, we. we you know, we, we admitted that, oh, yeah, we need to replace those for you. Well, how, how, how many times did we do that? You know what I mean? Right. Well, when I first started, I listened to the rep over there at Master Halco, and he was like, Japanese feeder is the way to go. It's cheap. It's great, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I learned very quickly that the Japanese feeder was not the way to go. I, in fact, I talked to what, Dan what did not you too mean? long ago. What kind of so symptoms were you I having? I noticed like that. The, the issues I was having with it was like they would swell, the tickets would, would want to pop out, or they'd cause a lot of pressure against one another. Yeah. And like within the first 90 days, the ones that were going to crack and split, they were cracking and splitting, and they lose the color pretty quick. Yeah, they lose the color quicker. Man. And they turn black. Yeah, that sense, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So now I don't even offer West, or I don't even offer Japanese cedar all day as Western Red. Uh, I don't even want to mess with any of the other woods. Good you know, you. I try to yep. tell people, you know, Sean King's all about, you know, being a fence ninja. I'm more of an artist. And just because I don't have a bunch of big crews. So when I'm there, I'm trying to sell for a higher premium and build them a better fence. You know, yeah. not that I'm saying that Sean doesn't build them a great way, but, you know, I, I try to spend a little more time there. try to make friends with that neighbor because it seems like when I work for that one neighbor, I'm doing work at the neighbor's house and the next neighbor's house. And that's just the neighborhood that I'm trying to get into is, you know, I'm trying to get into the retirement home areas, you know, like where the, the old ladies are keeping up with the Joneses and the Smiths. And so yeah. it just gives me my niche in the market. So, so Alan, uh, talking about those Japanese cedar boards, which I don't know how fair that is. Like, is it even cedar? I don't believe it is. Um, so but it's a species of I'm cedar. Gonna, I'm, I'm just not sure which one. I'm going to tell you last year when I started my fencing business, I, I, I knew nothing about fencing. I came from being a union electrician and I was tired of, of working on the road all the time and, and being hours away from home. I called a fence company out to fix my fence. They told me what they were charging. And I said, get the hell out of here. Like I can do this myself. So I built my <laughs> fence, which led to a couple of neighbors' fences houses. And then, and then it's just kind of blown up. So the weekends I was, I was hooked up building fence and then I decided to take the layoff and, I doing doing what you're doing forward. right now is is the key to your success. The the fact that you're you're, you're putting them in your phone for a six month checkup, you know, I, I will think it would get harder yeah. to do so, you know. But you're going to grow at a rapid pace, my, pace, my man. Like you're you're killing it as far as customer service, and that's really what we are in the fence industry. That's that's what that's what makes the difference. You know, we all build a pretty good fence. I, I will say there's some bad fences and there's some good fences, but like being a good um, customer representative is is like by far I think the biggest game changer there is. So look, I want to talk about the Japanese cedar. You said it was swelling on you, and yeah, I, I think I actually picked this up from Joe Everstan. But and this makes complete sense to me. You know how how when you would pick those Japanese boards up, Alan, and put them on your shoulder, they don't weigh very much at all. They're kiln dried, and even the wrapper, you know, a lot of times will say kiln dried, like. 
19% or 17% moisture content. Are you familiar with that? I am. Well, so I'm not, I'm not even going to lie to you, but like when I first started, I really didn't know the difference. I mean, I, now I know the, the Western red is quite a bit heavier as far as you picking them up, yeah. but like I, I built like three, three houses together. Yeah. And all three of those houses, I've went back multiple times and replaced those pickets, different pickets so, around the so yard. What's happening? This makes sense to me after I heard. I think Joe was the one that said this. And if you notice, they smell different, even. But that's oh yeah, just you, the side can, of you can smell them. Oh yeah, smell them big time. So we're taking this 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 board, this Japanese, if you will, cedar board. That's what they say. And it, and it's it's a kiln dried board, so it's super duper light. And what they've done is they they've they've uh, they've dried this thing out and basically sucked all the moisture out of it. Well, why do they do that? Well, they do that in order to get it from Japan, okay, to the United States. And and, and by doing so, they make it weigh less, which means it ships easier. Right. Okay. So they take all the moisture out of it. Well, I don't know, um, Alan, where do you live? I'm in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. Pretty damn hot and humid, right? So oh, yeah, up, man. This, this freaking... 16, 19%, you know, dry board uh, out of this wrapper and you put it up in this Oklahoma humidity, okay? And what does what do things do is, is they absorb moisture, they expand, you know? And then that's why, in my opinion, when you put up a privacy fence with these boards, they expand and they buckle and they hit each other and they crack in an effort to like, to, to find space, you know? Um, that's the problem. Yeah. So, that's the that's the way that I understand it, and that's the way that I educate people. Like, hey, we're not going to use a Japanese board, and this is why it's a kiln dry board, and this is why we don't want a kiln dry board. I've had kiln. them swell swell the gate shut. Have homeowners come out, yeah. like, I can't open my gate. And I'm like, what? Show up, and it swells up. Or I show up a couple of days later, and I'm like, the gate works fine. Well, he goes, I'm telling you, this thing was, you know. So, uh, yeah, we quit using them a long time ago. I learned my lesson on those back in 05. Wow. Yeah, I, I pester I, I pester other local contractors around here all the time because you know I'm I'm the new guy on the block, and and a lot of them told me like right out of the gate you know after doing those three so I don't have a lot of experience after those three I've just switched over to Western Red and I haven't looked back. Hey, at least so, you learn fast. I haven't run into a whole lot of issues. So where do you buy your Western Red cedar boards? How do you find those? <laughs> I buy them at Home Depot. Hey, nothing <laughs> so, wrong with that at all. So I called. I called Dan and talked to Dan and Dan told me, you know, he said, start tracking your lumber, you know, see what your, your coal rate is and, and start paying attention. Right. And right. for the amount of coal rate that I was having from Benford and for, from master Halco, the difference between the cost of that and, and, and home Depot, which is just right down the street. So home Depot is like a mile for me, right. Where, where master Halco is a 45 minute drive across town and Benford's not too terribly bad for me, but, but the savings really isn't saving me money because of the coal rate and there's nothing I can do with them. And I don't have a yard. I work from home. So, so when I buy my, my lumber from home Depot, I buy my batches, what's left over. I don't need to store it. I'll just take it back to the store. And, and so I just keep moving my projects because being an electrician, I also do automatic gates. So I don't always need the lumber on my truck. Sometimes I need to have the lift master stuff on my truck. Uh So I found that it's better for me to just buy through Home Depot, even with the prices, you know, unless they're just crazy different. I just, I, I buy through them. I use their four times credit card, which gives me four times the points. I pay it off immediately, but then I can go buy another DeWalt tool or Milwaukee tool 
or I can buy my lag bolts. Like I've, I've got, I get my lag bolts for three cents a piece from them now because I buy them in bulk. Yeah. And like nobody else around can, can touch them. Yeah. From Home Depot. I buy them in like yeah. 25 what pound. What kind of box. lag bolt is it? What's that? What kind of lag bolt is it? It's a seven sixteenths. It's a, what is it? An inch and, inch and a half, inch and three quarter. I can send you pictures. It's the same ones that I was buying from Master Halco. Um, they were eight cents a piece over there. And I mean, you know, a five cent savings when you're buying that many, it adds up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, Alan, we appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, uh, keep on for sensing, sure. okay, brother? Yeah, man. I'll, I'll keep calling in. I'll keep, you know, I'll keep doing Every the same Wednesday. Guys, so, yeah. All right, <laughs> yeah. man. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. All right, man. You guys take care. All right. Take care. Yeah. Man, what a what a close story. What did he say? Been since about a year, a little over a year. Yeah, yeah. So look, you see this guy, Fence Eastwood. I've been following yeah. these guys in the USA. Cox. The USA. Uh, what's that? Cox. Uh, Derek Cox. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that was his name. Anyway, um, I've been following these guys on the Ag page, and that's something I've been wanting to talk to you about. We need to get some of these Ag guys on there. That <clears throat> Derek Cox. Hey man, call us one eight seven seven three four Fence three four three three six two three. Call us. Let's talk about that. Let's set up a let's set up a show. Uh, a lot of people recommended um, Derek Cox, Justin Nary, dude. I love Justin Nary. I wish he would yeah, call us. I've been, I've been kind of. <laughs> I, I had Luke. I, I tagged you in that post, man. I had, oh, it uh, blew up, man. These freaking ad fences are like, yeah, put us on the show. Well, you know, so, yeah, some, of these, make some that of these guys ASAP. are doing breast blocks, and some of these guys are doing H frames, and some guys are using using tornado wine. So, and um, I'm like, you know. We need. There was a guy, Brandon Moore, called me, and he's like, yeah. "Man, I'm listening to all your podcasts. I love Arkansas. Yeah, but we need more. We need more, uh, more ag stuff. So, Luke did you know a, what? a ag fencing. That's like American fencing. Like that's the first type of fence that there was. There was no privacy fence. You think about this. Now there was no pull code. There was no, no. hey, my neighbor sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the very first fencing, we were fencing uh, huge parcels of land, right? And then putting put animals, cows, and, and horses. You know, so people were riding uh, clean across country in the Great yeah. Plains, and next thing you know, they had these things pop up, and they're like, "What is this stuff?" And you know what, the ag fencer that's that, that, that's those are the people who started. Fencing. Those are the people who started. Um, I've always thought it was neat, Dan, that we could put a fence sign up on the corner of the fence. Like, why is that okay? You know what I mean? The brick mason doesn't put a, a brick with his name on it on the corner, but for some reason, it's okay for the fence guy to put it. How, how did that become a thing? You ever thought about that? How did well, that become a thing? Well, I'll tell you what. When I had Dan Blanc Services, <clears throat> I made signs, and we did gutters. And you got oh, I put a sign on your gutters. If we did a pergola... <laughs> We put a sign on your pergola. I I had it situated to where it would fit perfectly on a two by four, and uh, yeah. Well, I'm, let me tell you how how the fence sign became a thing. I'm, I, I love this little little tale that I tell. Okay, the fence sign became a thing because back when 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 we were settling the country, okay, mm. I had fencers were going in and, and building fences for people. But the thing is, a lot of the homesteaders built their own fence. Do you believe that? Yeah. DIY. Well, they did everything. They built their own damn house. Way tougher than we are, okay? So how did the fence sign come into existence? The fence sign came into existence because you would fence off freaking, you know, 40 acres, okay? Well, on the corner, you would put on the the corner, this is the Johnson 
residence. This is Bob's house. Yeah. And so over time, that started to evolve to say Johnson's uh, property built by uh, Eastwood Fence Company. You know what I mean? Okay. And then pretty soon, uh, who the hell cares who lives here? Let's just put an Eastwood fence, you know? <laughs> and, and now, now we put a sign on everything we do. Now, now we put a sign on things we do and it says, do not remove the sign. This is your warranty. So like the sign used to be a, hey, this is my property thing. Yeah. And now it's a warranty card. Like, look at how much we've evolved. But that all started with ag fence, you know? So we owe it to the ag guys. We really do. Yeah, the uh, if you love if you love my fascination, bro, I want you to know I love you too. Uh, call in, damn it. <laughs> yeah, man, the, the, I, I, this, the, the ag fencing is really it, it, it is fascinating, man. It really yeah, is. It is, man. You Good guys. I, I watch these guys. You know, we we started implementing when we do a double gate, and they want a ten foot gate, and they got you know ten eleven foot. Dylan's like, we just need to breast block that post. Breast I'm like, block. I'm like, what? Who? Yeah, let me show you how you do that. And he learned that from uh, when he was at uh, Dallas at AFA deal, talking wow. to guys like Ryan Sloop and stuff like that. Um, yeah, man. I was like, all right, this is cool shit. Let's do this. Cool shit. You know. So. Well, man. <laughs> Tired, bro. Yeah, you're all right. May call it a day. So, what are we gonna do? We're gonna do an advent so show in the near future. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to round some stuff up, get some information together. Um, I can't hold a conversation, but I, I do. I am fascinated by. It. I, I like to hear about it. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I've done very little of it. Some days I want to. I want to learn. I want to do it. And I want to like have a freaking can of dip in my back pocket and some jeans and boots on. And, <laughs> Stepping in cow shit rather than dog shit. You know what I mean? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Des Moines, Iowa. Let's see who this is. Definitely. Hello. What's going on? Hey. Hello. Who's this? Justin Mary. Hey, what's happening, Justin? He does love me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Justin Mary, how's it Told going, dude? It's going. How are you? Man, Perfect. Yeah. On my fourth yeah. bush light for the evening, and and you called in, so all is good. I haven't had a single drink, man. I was working all the way up until the time we got on, and I sat down, and we were going live, and I'm like, I have no whiskey, no beer, no nothing. No, I'm so just, clean, dude. Don't worry. What's uh, what's going on, man? Man, we're just just wet. We're we're wet out here. Oh, getting we're not on. we're not getting a whole lot done. Oh man, we've got we've got I don't know ten inches in the past month or so. Oh Ooh. wow, yeah, man. Oh, a couple weeks ago we had rain. Tuesday we had rain. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday couldn't work. Friday guys got out there Saturday trying to make up a little time and make some money, and uh, I, we probably just should have stayed home. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's now, kind of where man. we're at some of these days. Dan, you put a picture of a um, of a Justin Mary brace up the other day. Was yeah, that right? So, that might, so, am I, am I, is that right? Yeah. So here I am. I'm trying to make a post about ag fencing. And I'm like, uh, okay, let me go on this ag page. And I just started scrolling through, and I'm like, all right, that looks like ag fencing to me. Stole it. 
Stole it without permission. Yeah, um, I, I, st- I stole it, and then I thought <laughs> I was—I thought I was going to be able to do a poll, and it wouldn't let me do a poll, but it did let me post to uh, to the page, and then uh, Luke Gibson took it over for me. So, but uh, the poll. In all fairness, I, I drove the—I drove the post, but that was Seth put off to put that in. So that was my teammate. Oh, great! So now I pissed. Can't off take all the credit. <laughs> Now I get two fence guys pissed at me. Damn it. <laughs> so Dustin, what do you think about We're doing that in the next week or two? You think that's a good idea? What's that? Yeah. Heck yeah. Who do we have? The ag industry's gotten forgotten about in the fence, fence yeah. side. So We're, well, we I have. think it'd be good to get, get some guys on the show, get a couple of us in, in there and and have a conversation. Well, they had a couple guys in there. Um, who was this, Bo? Bo Gidry or something like that? Is that his name? Bruce? Uh, they were, they were, I don't know. I was looking at that poll. I don't know who it was, man. I'd have to check it out. But a lot did of you people have a, Did you have a poll going? Yeah, I had a poll going, and a lot of people voted for this cat to uh, – Where's the poll? Oh, Bo Pierce. Bo Pierce, that's it. Him, yep, Bo Pierce. Him and some other guy uh, had a real long last name with a K or something. But uh, Mark, Mark Lukowski. Yeah, yeah. Those guys got the most. Those guys got the most uh, votes. That rolled out of there, dude. Apparently, uh, apparently, those guys know what they're talking about. So I'm going to try to reach out to them and see if we can get them on the show and get some more ad guys. I like the idea. I think it was Justin that suggested that that we should have multiple at the same time. Man, it's hard enough. With yeah, we're not very fun to talk to once individually, but you get us together, it gets pretty interesting. Man, they build fences so. across creeks with barrels and propane tanks and chains. And- That's cool. Cool stuff, yeah. man. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I'm looking at these pictures, and they got propane Redneck tanks. Redneck engineering. Oh, there's, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of sex appeal in the ag fence world, you know? Like- <laughs> a lot of sex appeal? Yeah, that's cool as hell. You know what I mean? It's like a bull, like a guy riding a bull. Like that's fucking cool. Sorry, I should say it. That's cool though. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Trying to put up a, trying to protect uh, a golden doodle. You know? (laughs) A golden doodle. A golden doodle that looks like a giraffe. In suburbia, yeah, suburbia, America. (laughs) It's not as cool. Oh man. I, you know, I have no idea what we're going to title this show or have a description. I think it's Sorry. just going to be uh, Dan and Cannon hang out with fence people. Hey, uh, Justin, I came up to the Fall Fence Farm this year, man. And I want to say this. You guys, like, y'all were cool as hell, man. You guys opened your arms to me. Like, Dan, they were they were as excited. I, I truly felt this. Maybe they just put on, but I was, like, I was like, man, they're as excited to see me as I am to see them. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like, they let me help them. They let me cut some pipe. They, I didn't do a whole lot. I, I got to drive a couple of posts with them, you know? They yeah, got, you were out there on the on the compactor, the, the 360, wasn't it? Yeah. With yeah, the compact. Boom, 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 boom. They probably I, I like you. it so much. I, I, I rented a machine. I used it for about a month, you know? Uh, they probably saw what? you with that damn backpack, thought you would Dora the Explorer walking up. <laughs> I showed up in flip-flops, dude. <laughs> Short flip flops, <laughs> and straight from the beach. No, it's 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 fun seeing guys come out of their out of 
you know, what they're good at and, and step up and actually put themselves in there and, yeah. and, and try stuff and try something new. You know, it's, it's fun to see. And it's, <clears throat> there's a lot of interest, you know, you come in there and, and you want to get your hands on things. It's, it's fun. Well, Justin, I'm the proud owner of four strain right chain strainers, and I love those. And I would not have known about them <laughs> had it not been for y'all. What are you What are you talking about? Um, oh man, you need to get out of the farm, bud. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm good, man. I used to go work cows. I used to it's go a, work it's, cows. It's and a come I'm, along on steroids, like oh, really. really. I mean, they get stuff tight, <laughs> real tight. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it called again? I'm oh, gonna, yeah. I'm going to Google it. I call it a chain strainer or chain walker. What do you call it, Justin? Yeah. I call it a chain strainer or dog walker. There's different versions of it, but I've just got mine. I've just got, I've got hooks on two ends of my chain, you know. Chain but strainers. You got the boundary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I've seen these before. These are like a. Uh, They're out of stock everywhere. Really? So, yeah. are you saying I've got they're, I've got a, they're a hot commodity right now? <laughs> well, I've got the worth something, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've also got you. Uh, I'm oh, also yeah. the proud owner of of a couple of strain right. Mm, how do you say this? Here uh, is, right here, here's a strain right. The stretcher boards. What do you call those? Just wedge boards. Yeah, wedge boards exactly. And dude, I had no yep. idea watching you guys. I had no idea. The wedges are surprisingly hard to put in. I've used them one time, but and that was on some uh, two by four, which you guys might call. You have a different way of saying it, but two by four rectangular. You no know? climb. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? It must be a lot harder because there's so many stays in it. Yeah, it's a lot harder to put the wedge board on versus using like a cattle panel. Yeah. It takes some effort to get in there. Yeah, oh, man. Up. I was cussing and mad. Like, damn, there's only one way to go in there. I don't know what to do. Man, y'all are talking like Chinese. Well, if you ain't cussing, you ain't you ain't fencing. So. Yeah, y'all, y'all are talking Chinese to me. Wedge board and panels. and I I, I don't have any clue what you're talking about. <laughs> man, oh, you, you need to get out more. Yeah, you do, man. Uh, I wish I could. <laughs> I took a few days off this past weekend, took a four-day weekend, came back, and I got more stuff to do than I know what to do with, man. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. It just so, it just, I run a business. It just so happens we do fencing. So, Justin, what's new in the ag fence, uh, fence world? What's on, the, what's on the horizon? What are you seeing? Uh, man, I don't. I, I'm in my little, my little square right out here, so I don't. Uh, I talk to my my few fellow fencers every once in a while during the day, and I don't know really much going on to be honest with you. But you're staying busy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're. I mean, I do a lot of state work though, so I do a lot of DOT highway fencing and whatnot. So those. Oh, now I think those that was you and state I, contracts are keeping me pretty busy. So, so that's that's a different animal. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, like running barbed wire and stuff down the side of interstates. Is that what you're talking over about? Wire. Well, yeah, we out and I we we use a, a open wire for our, our field fence along the interstate. So, so I never we, understood it's ag fencing, but it's for the state. I never understood why they did that 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 woven wire like that. I mean, all it does is everything grows on it. 
We're just two people from walking yeah. across, ain't it? More or less. Well, that's a, yeah, it's it's. I, I don't know about the other states, but out here in Iowa, it's it's like a more of a traffic control kind of thing. Keep yeah. snowmobiles from down faster the interstate and whatnot. Okay, okay, that, so, that makes sense. Now, don't y'all have to build? It's those not really a livestock fence. Don't you have to build them a certain way because of snow drift and stuff like that? Well, we, yeah, we've got spec. I mean, we don't we don't get the snow drift that like Jordan Tesher and whatnot get up there up north. But, but you we've can, got uh, certain specs that we've got to follow. You can hard staple a DLT fence, can't you? Heck yeah. Matt Schaefer and I are pros at it. <laughs> so what, uh, are, is it a wood post fence or a metal post fence? How does it, how does that work? Uh, look, six by eight corners, brace posts, and then, uh, seven foot tees and four by seven line posts on 16 foot centers. Four by That's seven. That's what I do day in and day out. What does that mean? Four by seven, four inches by seven foot. What does that mean? Four, yep. Four inch, seven foot long. Man, around. Uh, that's our pipe or wood. Yeah, wood. nope, all wood. Wow, huh. all wood. We haven't changed our spec yet to to pipe. Brandon, that sounds crazy. Brandon so. Moore said, uh, "Justin Derry just bolt two pieces of two by sixes together and use a <laughs> come along like a real man." Yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> you know what he's saying, Dan? I'll, I'll, yeah, <laughs> I, I've been there. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt, huh? Trying to get all yep. nuts. Yeah, yeah. Nope, we've been there. So you do you do more DOT uh, than than than, than private fence? Yeah, yeah. We probably uh, I'd say probably about eighty percent of our business is is DOT work. Wow. So wow. We, we I mean we just kind of use accent as a filler. You know, I've got a lot of jobs right now with all this rain that fresh dirt work and fresh seeding we can't get on. So we use a lot of a lot of downtime is, for ag fence. Is it pretty competitive uh, bidding on the DLT work? Uh, compared to other states, I don't. It's not. I mean, there's more more competition in the chain link side for DLT fence. Um, but I've, are, I'm pretty are you working on what is it? Yep, along interstates is I, I, you know what is that interstates and and box culverts and we do a lot of stuff like that. So I thirty five and eighty is you know a lot of our works on that and you know county highways and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What about so, guardrail? You do any guardrail? I remove it. Remove it. Those guys, I'll, those I'll guys, remove it. Those guys pound that guardrail post too, huh? They have a guardrail truck, yep. Dan. Yeah. I've seen them. Like, yeah, jokers. They're fascinating, man. You don't just get into those the guardrail. Guys get to sit down while they drive post. Wait, what did you say, Justin? Those guys driving guardrail posts. Most of the ones I see around here are sitting down the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Not a terrible gig, is it? No, no, we, we tear out, we bid tear out jobs. Just, we want the material where, you know, a lot of us are starting to use guardrail and the I-beams and there's a lot of resale value on that too. So how do you pull it up? I don't install it. 
How do you pull up? Those I-beams come out pretty quick. They've, really? You know, the, the wood posts, you can just wrap a chain pole, but the guardrail, we've got those, I don't know what they're called. Someone probably knows what they're called, but they're kind of like a tension grip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think what they're called. I call them the biters, but just hook a chain to it and lift up. They actually pull relatively easy. Mm-hmm. You know, those I-beams are pretty valuable. Wow. I bet they are. Interesting. Well, well, Justin, we appreciate you calling in, man. But it's getting late. We've been doing this for an hour and a half. So, uh, <laughs> I should go home and I ain't got TV on my son's wall. Shoot. I it's go bedtime. Home. Yeah, I'm ready. I got to get up early. So, yeah. yes, sir. Well, man, we appreciate you calling in. We're going to get one, uh, one or two of you ag guys on and, uh, have a whole show there. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why. Bring bring the beer. You're gonna need it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't see why I can and we can't have somebody call your phone also, and we have four people on sitting right here. We can, and, and you you had an iPhone. You can you can merge calls together. Yeah, yeah. I had a four way call today. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I never hanged up. I'm like, hold on, man, let me uh, let me bring Brandon on the phone. Yeah. Hold on, man, let me bring Susie on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Smart guys don't have iPhones. Uh, <laughs> I just stack them all on top of each other. Like, hey, it's a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate the call, man. We're gonna run. Yep. We're gonna call it. Keep night. doing what you're doing. Hey, we yeah, man. Thanks, Justin. We appreciate the uh, ad guys uh, uh, supporting us, man. Go check out our podcast. Yeah. Listen to it while you ride right now. Okay. Ten four. All, All right. right, guys. We'll talk to you later. All right. I see you. All right. Bye. Well, that was nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, Dano, let's uh, let's call it. I got to go home. I, seriously, I got to go hang the TV in Owen's room. <laughs>